Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, it's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island Series 8, Episode 51. Chris, you know, I'm such a hypocrite because in the afternoon, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm done. I've had that talent show shit. It's going to be no drama at all. And then first look drops. I'm like, okay, I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> got myself a bottle of wine i'm like right let's do this um but where do you want to start on tonight's episode there's all sorts in there dave i mean i, I didn't understand the ekinsu and davide argument that would just seem petty stupid fake. You know, yeah fake. yeah i just i didn't get it we, we got the back end of it and then it sort of started and i was like ah, have i missed something here what's going on here you know and, and, and davide sort of Shoes are off again, a bit, a little bit um, derogatory, I suppose, in some respects. But then she was just—I didn't get it. She's like, when she's supposed to be angry, she's just smirking, and I'm like, this is all for screen time, all this, Dave. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm you know, they're still going to win in my book. <laughs> yeah. But, but that was just a weird, a very childish sort of whole scenario I was like I don't get it and then they were friends again I was like this this, this must do the other islanders heads in if they're doing this all yeah. the time Dave it oh, must do I'm sure you've known couples like that and it just drains you you just like when an argument sparks up again you're like oh fucking hell I can't be arsed with this you know just just out for a good time and yeah, it, I, the thing that I found really weird, I, it, this started in yesterday's episode, didn't it, where I, I, we were discussing it yesterday and saying, I, I don't actually know what he said, but it was something that was misinterpreted, and then it seemed to escalate a bit. Davide's not got a clue. Now, Davide's conversing in his not his first language, so I think it's, it's a bit unfair sometimes to pick him up on you know, some of the things that he might say. I still maintain... You know, pre Casa Amor, maybe a little bit after that. Yeah, he did say some cutting things, um, but I haven't seen that in the last week or so. So he didn't say anything to take the piss for me. And then she, she just seemed to take offense to it. But then this escalates and escalates. And then Davide gets stubborn himself. He's like, oh, I can't be honest with this, which I completely empathize with him. And Ekin Sue is, is annoyed. She, again, we don't hear what was actually said that set her off. And, uh, you know, she just switches at, at one point when they're sat down because I don't think Davide is going to move. And then she's just like, all of a sudden, she's all smiles. It's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, Chris, that would do my head in. <laughs> it just yeah, would be yeah. out at that point. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I didn't understand any of it, to be honest. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, this is going to be another duffer episode i mean we after this we get them in bed it looks like andrew got a full oil change by the looks of it dave um i think it was, <laughs> I think it was that way well, what would the what would the the manicure it's not a manicure is it what would the salon treatment be no i think she said manicure i think oh, she right, said, okay tasha i think she said manicure so i, I thought, don't know I thought that was just like you know hands and stuff oh, right okay well i think that's what she implied that it was a 
bit of a I don't know which way the hands were going, Dave. But right, there was a lot right, of okay. Jackrabbiting going on underneath that sheet. <laughs> but there you go. Know, but uh, I, t- I tell you what made me laugh, Dave, is we get the lads decide, you know, not like they were actually told by the producers to do this, but to, you know, treat the girls with a bit of respect. It's you know, and, and some of the guys have, and plenty of them haven't. Uh, but they decide they're going to do a massage, and Gemma. Oh my God, I'm going to have to shave. Oh my God, I'm going to have to shave. We're going to have our asses out. I'm like, hang on, you've got <laughs> bikinis on that are like dental floss. Your yeah. asses have been out at every <laughs> shot on the camera, and you're now bothered about the person you're sharing a bed with. There might be a few strands of hair somewhere that shouldn't be. I was like, this is just, it's a panic thing. And oh my God, I mean, it is like that. It's funny, Dave. But I was like, this is, <laughs> come on, Gemma, read the room. But the whole thing again, Dave, with that. It wasn't, it was just a daft little thing, but the whole thing with that was like, this seems a setup. And then we'd seen the BT about Luke, and I was like, where are we going with this? But yeah, it was just a strange one. But I must say, Dave, we've asked loads of people, have asked, we need more challenges, we need more challenges. Fuck <laughs> me, was that mile high game. The wor- that for me was the worst game of the series. I thought it was terrible. I think the way they edited it was pretty terrible as well. It just seemed to drag on and on. And it's like, okay, we get that there's a challenge. And I can imagine if you're in there, you enjoy these challenges because you're so bored. I mean, sitting by the pool for six weeks, you know, it's a bit much, isn't it? For the first week and everything, it's great. Or or even first few weeks. But Christ, you know, into, well, what about the seventh week now, actually, aren't we? You know, so I, I imagine they really like the challenges. And I think, you know, we love the challenges like the Twitter game, which we're not getting this year. <laughs> yeah. But stuff like this, okay, you can show it, but edit it down. What what was the one where um they were sliding along the bar and, and knocking the drinks into the barrel kind of thing? That that was Yeah, that was good. That was edited down though. You only got really a, a few minutes of screen time, but here it was because they went through every fucking couple in laborious details. Like they're really padding this out, you know, because they don't have too much else to show, I guess. But that that was the problem for me. It wasn't the challenge itself. It was just they they made it so long and they showed us every bit of every couple and every decision and you know, yeah, it's just dull. It was dull, and 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 we were talking about it on Discord, and I had said, I said, this is definitely where Luke is going to see his ass. You know, I thought this is going to be it. Gemma's going to do something that he doesn't like, even though he'd sat there and let the other girls do it. I'm not saying he he, he, he like grabbed any or anything, but he certainly wasn't complaining. And then as soon as Gemma went and licked like Adam's chest or whatever she did, and you can see with Gemma Dave, because when she came down the slide, I mean someone told her and I said, she looks so awkward. This just this is completely yeah. out of her comfort zone. This is not what she wants to do. She's try even the, the rapping thing is not her. She's quite mm. um shy reserved. person. I think yeah, reserved. She's she's she quite measured in her approach on things. That was not her, and you could see how awkward she was. And he saw his ass, and I'm like, fucking hell, again and again. And, and Ekinsu said it, she said, oh, I don't think he'd like And it, he, he was trying to say he wasn't bothered, but he was. And I think I'd read online a few things tonight on Twitter and that. I don't know, Twitter isn't always a barometer of, of everyone, but you, you can usually gauge what you're feeling. So you can see different comments. And a few people have defended him and said, I don't think he did anything wrong. But I think the problem is, 
Gemma's had seven weeks of him overreacting to the littlest of things. So I agree with what she said. I completely agree with everything that she did. However, I can also see from the other point of view, but I didn't see what was wrong, but it's like, yeah, but she's had seven weeks of having to defend herself against anything. There's a gust of wind or she looks in the wrong direction to one of the guys and Luke is there with his fucking throwing his teddies out the pram act and doing all that, you know, just being arsey. And I thought his whole behaviour tonight was just fucking wrong, Dave, completely Mm. wrong. And I was team Gemma. I'm sorry. I don't, I know these people saying, you know, I, I don't think different, but it's like, but he's done this continually. And I think she's just had enough of him being a knob. And she said, are you 12 years old? I, I, I mm. agree with everything she did, to be honest, Dave. Yeah, I think so. I, I agree. And I, it's interesting when you get these flashpoints, you get lots and lots of different ways that, that people have seen it. Um, Chris, I think people are coming round to our way of thinking that he's a bit of a bell end. <laughs> just you know, and although it's not always been obvious, and by that I mean so Australia season one, where you had that Eden, and he oh, was God, pure yeah. toxic masculinity personified, you know, and he's ready to get into fights and everything, you know, and you could see he's probably abusive on the outside, which was proven later after the show, you know, so so to me that is very obvious and it's it's like a physical threatening thing with what luca does it's a much more subtle thing and everyone's on their best behavior chris this show as much as we moan about it and you know we we say oh fucking hell we see the same things over and over again year on year it just seems to be getting bigger and bigger it's this massive cultural phenomenon you know so it it, it is huge and people are on their best behavior so you're looking for these clues as to what people are really like and i think the clues for luca have been there i'm pretty sure we've talked about it i don't know about week one but certainly week two and beyond you know these clues have always been there and this simmering rage that he's got underneath the surface he's trying to keep a lid on it but you know at some point the mask will slip and i think again you know the the mask did slip a little bit he didn't go full on like he would on the outside he's very aware that the cameras are there you know he goes from uh, when Gemma's challenging him telling him you know he's acting like he's 12 years old he goes from no no look i'm absolutely fine to me chris gaslighting he was fucking lying through his ass there he was just you know trying to smile trying to brush it off which we we know he he do he, that's what he does you know um but i, I think he goes from smiling like you know trying to brush it off to storming off and i'm taking the mic off and i'm gonna walk out and i'm gonna sit on the front porch like a fucking six-year-old boy who says he's gonna run away from home and sits at the bottom of the garden it was just uh, we finally got to see a bit of the real luca i think chris and i like i say people see this all different ways but you know there's a couple of people now come out on reddit basically saying that Lucas bullied him, uh, absolute bully boy, you know, at uh, school and at university as well. And, you know, from their perspective, obviously you can't, it's on Reddit, so people could make it up, of course. I guess there's always that there, but I don't see what you, your motivation would be there. So, yeah, I just think utterly distasteful character for me. Yeah, and, and you know what, Dave? I think you, you made a really good point yesterday, which I've been reflecting on. So, 
if I go back 20 years and you would talk about Luca, I go back 20 years, you know, in those early 20s, I just got married, we had Jordan and all that. And I can look back and go, yeah, I was quite immature. I was before that. I was still immature at 43, Dave. I still have my moments. We all do. So I know we're <laughs> yeah. doing it from the point of view we're taking the piss or whatever. And there's a lot of inherent stuff that you just take with you throughout your life that, you, you know, biases or the way you approach things. So I think what you said was a really good point about him. As much as what he's doing is wrong and, and, and he's on a massive platform. One, I don't want him coming out and getting absolute fucking, you know, death threats or anything because people yeah. are just fucking idiots online and horrible. I don't want any of that. And like you said, you're so right. He will become a better person off this, hopefully. If he doesn't, then he's a fucking idiot. But if 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 he does, then he will reflect back on this and go, you know what? What a dick I was. And Adam fucking Collard come out with some great advice when he's saying to Paige, he went, you think it's bad in here? Wait till you go out and you're out in clubs and then yeah. you've got to trust each other because you've got people wanting to talk to you all the time. He's been there, got the T-shirt. He's been a cop, Adam, at the moment. He's done nothing wrong. I'm not excusing what he's done in the past but <laughs> he's fucking Love Island Yoda <laughs> he's know, with all his like, great advice and everything he's the Love Island whisperer yeah. he's not yeah. the villain that I, I was hearing about in this first uh, first couple of days of him being in here so yeah I've been really surprised by Adam and, and and he was completely right. He, he gave a little bit of a window into. He said it to Paige, but I can't control who you're saying. And that's right because people are going to want to spend time with you. People are going to want to sell stories about you or whatever. That's just the way it is, unfortunately, in life when you're a celebrity. But I think with him, I really hope for him that he he, he does grow, and he might end up having a great relationship. And and. I, I do hope that Gemma's mum comes in and and as I go at him and says like you need to not in a nasty way but you need to you know this is not right this the way you've treated it's not right I don't think it's right if I was a dad and that was my daughter in there I'd be dying to get in there to speak to him oh, just yeah. you know just to say look mate even you putting her arm around him that's fine a few people have said it to us like oh you go at him a little bit more we're going at him because of what we see we'd be going at Gemma if she was doing it to Luca it's not exclusive we just call out what we see and i can also see that you know we've got the be kind thing and all that. i completely agree with that we're taking the piss whatever but i do hope there's a duty of care we said it about jacks we weren't happy with what he was doing but when he left i was so pleased that this, he looks happier hopefully they've given you know the, the, the help he needs and everything and, and i hope for luca he gets that because what doesn't help is like damn it he's back in what well, i agree with you i agree and i'm like mate mm. no it, it, we all look at different sides. Damn, it was, it's his boy, the best, mm, tight yeah, as anything. Yeah. And they've been together doing a, in some respects, they've done the, the Mean Girls thing, Dave, that we've seen on like Bachelor and that at times. But it wasn't the right time. And then he did say it when he wasn't with Luca. No one's in the, he was sort of like, what he said to Luca wasn't the same as what he said on the camera. He was like saying, I agree, no one's in the right ear. Get fuller. And, and it, it, I was like, no. Luca, he was Simon off the in-between as one. He just stormed off, like you said. And I said a great story that my, my, my brother used to do was when we were kids, my mum and dad would say to us, right, I want you to go and do all the cleaning. I want you to do all this stuff while we're out. I want the hoovering, doing all this. There's loads of us. It was a big house. You know, there was five of us at that place, nine of us now, brothers and sisters. But there was five of us. So I'm the oldest. So obviously I was the one who was getting a clip around the ear or was getting a bollocking. Our Adam would do nothing. He would just sit there eating, going for <laughs> cues. I'm not doing anything. So I'd try and pull rank then and go, and me being a soft ass, I'd go, you need to hoover. You've got hoover. I'm not doing it. Right, well, I'm calling. And he'd go, well, I'll tell you what, if you make me do it, I'm ringing the police. And he would literally go to the phone, 
do nine nine, and on the last nine, I'd be jumping across the room like it was, I was defusing a bomb or something, or I was trying to save someone from taking a bullet. And he'd be fuming, and then we'd have a bit of a brawl and everything. Like I think you said, you would have a bit of a, a kickoff. And he's a, he was a nightmare for it. And, that, and we always laugh about it. Now that was his gag. But and then I got to about twelve years old, and used to think, why am I bothered? I'm not the one ringing the police. But I would think the police yeah. are going to come and arrest all of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then once I just left it, went go on then, and he rang him, and he went oh, and he shit himself, put the phone down, and then he rang back, and when my dad was in, then he got a fucking apology. <laughs> but for years, that was like his trigger, and it was a trigger for me. I was like, oh my god, we're getting arrested and put in prison for life. But then you get to the age where you're like. Angle. So it felt like that with him. It was like that. Like you said, he's got his case and he's going, but he's looking over his shoulder waiting for someone to say, come back. And he's like, you know, so look, he needs a lot of growing. He needs to change. And I hope that he watches this and does change. So in my opinion, he's, Gemma's younger than him, but he's very, very childish and insecure. And we're all insecure, Dave. I can certainly say I've had my moments in the past. So from a serious point of view for a change, I hope for him looking at it from a different perspective, actually grows up because it's not a good look for any relationship he has outside Love Island if he's not with Gemma. Yeah. And and I think the, the thing is, though, Chris, the be kind thing goes both ways. Now, for me, again, I, I think I can kind of see why Dammy is defending him because, like you say, he's his boy. He's going to defend him. Um and he, he's not necessarily seeing all of the little clues. I, I still think things like this with Luca are more subtle. Again, the, the mask is up. He's still very aware that he's on reality TV, very aware he's on Love Island, very aware that they've not formally been made girl, boyfriend and girlfriend. So, you know, they're probably going to lose a few votes for that. It's the things like he says... Oh, well, no, no, I'm absolutely fine. I'm absolutely fine. You know, it's a challenge, isn't it? I can't stay mad at you. And that's it. That, that That's the slip up there. I can't stay mad at you. So, and she picked up on it for a change. So she was like, oh, so you were mad at me for doing a fucking challenge on Love Island that we all have to do. Yeah. What was it? He said something else as well that, that was a real clue about that controlling personality um I, I can't remember what it was now but he said something else as well that was just oh mate you, you need to have a word with yourself and i said yesterday you know Gemma, from from evidence doesn't have the best uh track record when it comes to men she she comes across like this incredibly sensible uh person with a head screwed on but you know, choice in blokes. She she doesn't see a lot of these red flags that are there. Yeah, I think so. But that could also be an age thing, couldn't it? As well, Dave. That comes yeah, with yeah, experience, yeah. doesn't it? We we've all been there. You know, she's only nineteen. To be fair, and then what a turnaround! What a what a turnaround! In, in, in the way I feel about it, it's great with Love Island when you get stuff like this. Because I think I think more than anything, it's like yeah, I look back and think, oh my god, was I that bad? At twenty, mm. was I that bad? You know, what I mean, like, because it, it's just it's it's a great show, and we love talking about it. But sometimes you've got to sort of tackle things head on. Because we've got a couple of emails slightly calling us out there, which we'll read in, in a bit. But I, it's a different perspective, and I've got no problem with that. You know, mm. I mean, we don't always get it right. We don't always say the right thing. We just, you know, I can be the worst for opening my big gob. So I get it. If someone wants to call us out and say you're out of line, or whatever, that's fine. But then you, we all should be accountable. So no, look. 
fucking brilliant. We're at episode 51 and we're still talking. I didn't think it's been <laughs> slow this week, but this was an episode tonight where I was dying to get on the podcast, Dave. I really was. And I, yeah. I, sorry, I, I was going to say, last thing on it is, is for, for what I thought he's done, to be honest, though, Dave, if they had any chance of winning it, he's just fucking threw that away because they're not going to win this. I'd be amazed if he did. Um. Yeah, I don't think they've they've had a chance. Um, for a little while, I, I still think Davide and Ekinsu, unless unless something really bad goes off, I I can't see them losing it. I I mean, I'm not even sure if they're going to stay together as a couple. Um, you know, mm. when they sat down for the public vote, you know, he had another little snipey comment, didn't he? Oh, maybe the vote's done as a favor or something like that. So. I, I just wonder what the next move is going to be because a, a kind of abusive personality might tomorrow be like, oh, look, I'm really sorry. I was in the wrong. I didn't know what I was doing, blah, blah, blah. It'd be all the apologies. And if she accepts it, they just get back together. But the way it finished tonight, it looked like, you know, they were still both dug into their corners and, and you know, they are no longer a couple now. Mm. It's interesting. But then he did smile at her because I think someone said, I'd seen that. There was comments on Reddit as well, Dave, about, and Reddit isn't the be-all and end-all, Twitter isn't, but when she was doing the game, Gemma, he did sort of push her to the side. I think he was doing it as a playful thing, but people... I didn't see I, that. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't like he didn't throw her, but basically when she started, obviously Lucas third in, he, she came to him, I think she was going to go back, come to him to sort of tease him to go to like Adam, but he sort of pushed her along and went, get down there. Now, it might be that he was embarrassed. I don't. I can't. I, I can't defend him one way or the other. But I did see it. But I, and at first I was like, "Oh, that's a bit fucking naughty." But I don't know. There's been a big thing about him shoving her. So so I'd have mm. to watch it again properly because I can't honestly comment and be be honest and say, "Yeah, he was doing it aggressively or not." I don't know. But I did at first go. Oh, that's a bit. That seemed a bit much. So yeah, I'll have to watch that uh, again. Know, now, now that you've said it, right? So so it did. I I remember it now. Yeah. I, I don't know how to interpret it though. I, I yeah. I think the jury's out. I mean, that could have just been a, a jokey thing. I don't I don't think that yeah. was an abusive thing. No, because the thing is he's getting enough pelters as it is, isn't it? So it's not a case of us just going all in and absolutely laying it on it. But I did initially think, oh, it's a bit thingy, but I'd have to watch it again. I did I, I didn't one way or the other, I couldn't if he's done it like that, that's wrong. But also mm. I'd rather watch it again. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. say so. Anyway, Dave, we've got some emails and uh, they're good ones. There's some good ones here. So this one's from our friend Mary. Oh, he makes my blood boil. Hey, guys, thanks for another great season of podcasts. First of all, me and my partner Colin watch very little shows together, but we do watch Love Island. Colin got me onto your podcast. Aha, so please drop him a little hello. So hello, Colin. Thank you for the support, you two. Uh, but oh, I could... <laughs> I could... Ch- Cheerfully slapped Luca on the junk, just like Ekinsu did, only much, much harder. He was so obviously in a mood and all the girls saw it. I was almost willing to sit on the fence with him. But tonight he went too far. All the girls have to do with these challenges. But in fairness, every challenge is completely pointless and so, so cringe. But there is no way Gemma gave her all. That, in fact, I want to talk about that in a minute. Yes, to, yes. To it. Yes, yeah. that was the thing that got me. It Give it her all to it because she's a lady, doesn't put herself out there like the other girls. He definitely will get his wish soon of getting his wish to be voted out. And I feel sorry for Gemma because she deserved 
deserves that she has turned opinions of her around. Anyway, that's my rant. I really hope they have time to say hello to Colin as this team would really chuff. Keep up the good work for the final week, Mary. So back, thank you, Mary and Colin. That's brilliant, Dave. Tag team of a couple together listening to us and watching Love Island. So brilliant. Brilliant. And be like Colin. You know, loop people in. Get your partners listening as well. And rate us and review us as well. That'd be great. <laughs> Good old bad, yeah. Off to the toilet. Just grab their phone. Just cheeky little review there. <laughs> yeah. <Nope>. But, <laughs> no, I, I saw you picked up on the same bit that I did there when you when you read it out. So, yeah, it was the thing about her going for it much more than anyone else. Bull fucking shit. No way. Yeah. But it's all yeah. just in his head and that was the thing that actually you know set off some some alarm bells for me it's like you you're the type of person who's going to cut her off from her friends on the outside and like yeah they won't be able to go out in public without the fucking eagle eyes being on you that that was a really quite disturbing comment to be honest yeah that's what got me more than anything riled up i'd forgot about that because it was look page won it and we Sam even said Paige is going to win this. I thought Paige did the the, the most. I mean, Danica was quite provocative at the start. I felt quite sorry for the way she, yeah, she was yeah. going for it. But, you know, but then I thought Paige was the one that would have got, if they'd had the heart monitors on, she'd have got, I thought she went for it more than anyone, but she didn't do anything. Adam was like, you know, he even said, didn't he, you, you elevator or whatever. It's there's nothing, there was nothing untoward. He, he, he's a part of the joke. He even laughed. He said, why am I getting sort of turned on watching her? you know, strapping other guys like laughing. <laughs> and and I, I didn't think anything, but in Lucas' perspective, Gemma went too far. And I'm like, but as I said, she was all that really, that was the one thing for me where I was like, no, you are well out of one. You are just looking to put her down and to justify your argument here because you, you've saw yeah. your ass. So yeah, no, great email. That. Thank you, Mary and Colin. So this one's from Elaine and it says from across the pond, greetings to my two favourite Brits. I've listened to several of your podcasts for a couple of years, but this is my first email. I felt like it was time to let you know, both know that I appreciate your willingness to hear different opinions and share them on the podcast. I was surprised to hear someone email in and have an issue with you calling out toxic male behaviour. Personally, I think that is a huge red flag. Last year, you called out phase shit behaviour. It isn't only the boys' bad behaviour you speak on. Unfortunately, this season, there just seems to be an abundance of shitty behaviour from the males. You could say that there are too many dicks on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> there has been a lot of triggering behaviour this season for a lot of women, and if it wasn't called out, it would be even worse. So I just wanted to thank you guys for calling out bullshit, regardless who the cunt is. With love, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and this one's from Jason Dave, so I do want to talk about this one. Well, thank you, a brilliant email. So this one's from Jason, and it says, Paige and Luca. I don't know, I saw Paige's point. She's 100% right. Luca is an absolute dick and probably has been so condescending and rude to all the girls. And have you seen Gemma and then looked at Luca? You guys have even commented on his ugly tattoos. He had no muscles and he's got that weird face on him. He's completely insecure and desperate to stay relevant with Gemma. So I can completely see from Paige and the other girls who also get that Gemma is completely out of Luca's league. He was acting like a tool in tonight's episode as well. And for a moment, I was really was hoping Gemma would leave him. But of course, she eventually crumbled. Hope Damien Indy finally go. But of course, Danica is on the way out. I'm shocked Adam and Paige were at risk. So that's mm-hmm. a different email. Um, so, so, go on, yeah. Dave. Sorry. No, no. Um, so 
I, th- I think that's what you said, isn't it? You said you completely get what page you, you get her points, and I, I think I was just saying that that I'm not on either side because yes, Paige did have a point, but what I found weird is how she made a massive deal of it. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, he thinks he's better looking than I think he is. It's all subjective, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, well, I, I, I still. I'm still confused by that, like why she made such a massive point. And the only thing I can think is, you know, Paige is is kind of nice to to everyone or, or nice to most people, but she's just probably had enough of Luca's shit. And maybe that's why she yeah. was just, you know, uh, making a bigger deal of it because he's just genuinely pissing her off. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think the comment about Jason about what we said about, his tattoos and that. Well, his Muhammad Ali tattoo, his mint day on his his arm. I don't, I don't remember saying anything about his tattoos, but because I've just had a sleeve. I don't remember I calling him. him I, yeah, I, I don't remember saying he's got ugly tattoos. That, that doesn't seem like. No, I, I don't, don't know. I, I, I don't seem know. Like I could be wrong. Jason, obviously, he's listening, so it might be something. But I, I just had a full sleeve done. So I, I was very uh, impressed with that Muhammad Ali one. I know he's got Alec Einstein as well, but I don't know. And that's not backtracking. I, I can't honestly remember. So if I have, you, yeah, then you're right to call us. But I, th- I think great emails again, Dave. Three great emails with different perspectives slightly on, on the way you see it. And that's what it's about. We don't get it right. We are not the oracle of, you know, we're right, we're wrong. We just see it how it is. If we watch an episode, we react to it. That's it. You know, whether... People agree or not, people can change. Look at our, we've done a full 180 from, from Gemma. You listen to them first three, episodes, three or four episodes, I'm pretty sure I'd be cringing because Gemma's become quite a likeable character, but we only do it as we saw it. They were forcing Gemma on us. I've read, read recently an OK magazine, which I mentioned by Miss from May, when she was coming in, and there's a full three-page spread on her, which that's mm. not just done by com- by accident. No one even knows who she is. Michael Owen's done it, showing all this stuff. That's completely done to get the public on side. It's a PR trick. That's why we called it out. But now she's grown into, you know, someone actually really like and love Ireland. So that's fine. Yeah. We, we just go along with the roller coaster, even though we know a lot of the stuff is set up behind the scenes. Um, we just love the drama, don't we? We, we love going yeah. along with it. Um, so, you know, and people are gray, aren't they? They, they kind of, no one's a hundred percent great and a hundred percent or a hundred percent bad. So, you know, yeah. we just react to the behavior at different times. And so, yeah, that's why I love it. Good Even Good 51 fucking episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> We're nearly, nearly there, Chris. Nearly there. Thank fuck. Well, to be, <laughs> to be fair, people should like, analyse me and you because you know our friendship has lasted for fifty-one episodes again, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> How are you getting on with Love Island USA? By the way, still um, watch three. It's fucking rubbish, Dave. But anyway, <laughs> so far it's rubbish. Yeah, you know, three. I, I, I will just say because I, I honestly, I just don't know when we'll get time. To, to record anything on it. So I've watched the first three. I have to say, Ian Sterling does not fit into that American show. I don't think he's been yeah. on great form in the UK one, but he's trying to call out like literally American relevant jokes. But he's like commenting on the Californian house prices and stuff. And it's like, surely that's a 20-year-old joke. <laughs> that's, not, yeah. that's not something new and and fresh you know he's he's not giving a, a fresh satirical look at, at, at american culture so i just 
him on that show just jars with me a bit. Yeah, I don't think he's funny. Some of the things he said, I'm not just agreeing with you, but I'm the same when I've watched it. And I don't think for the US listeners, they're going to understand Dave, to be honest. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you on that, but I agree. I've only watched three and it's been a struggle. It has been a struggle. There's been a little bit of drama because I've made notes, Dave, just in case we do hop on. But <laughs> um, it's not been enough yet, but that always happens. So it could be an absolute banger of a series as it goes on. So I will persist with it, definitely. So anyway, big thank you <laughs> yeah, to everyone. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, everyone who supports us. Thank you, guys. Get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on, follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. And also get over to Facebook, guys. Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Some great stuff on there. Some agree with us, some disagree with us. The main thing is, though, Dave, there is a movement. Casamorians, what was it? It's not just a... It's not just a a movie, it's a way of life, I believe someone said, Dave, but it's not. So, um, it's, <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it is good, that really good. I was pissing myself like, oh, it's just come that far. But anyway, um, brilliant, brilliant. Um, <laughs> big thanks to everyone. Our roll call of honor for today is Kate, Annabeth, Gavin, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Tom, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna. Neve, Jacqueline, Noreen, Amy, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Hayley, Lauren, Lucky Lily Green, and Kenga Starson. Thank you so much, guys. And thanks, honestly, I mean that. The emails are great. You call us out wherever you think, agree or disagree. That's what we're here for. And we talk about it. So brilliant stuff. Brilliant. Thank you very much, sir. It's been great to speak to you again. We're going to be, next one's going to be Wednesday, so it's hump day of the week. Uh, a few more episodes of this week, and then a couple of, uh, we'll have the dates and final, obviously, next week as well. So just two episodes, that uh, Sunday and Monday, won't they? So we're almost there, Chris, yeah. almost at the finish line. Amazing. So. It's been brilliant. So it's been emotional, as uh, Big Chris would say in Lockstock. So <laughs> thank you very much, sir, and thanks to everyone out there for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.